All right, Chris, we're here today. I think it's your weekly hook this week. But before we start, I have a question for you. And I think you know what's coming. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm afraid so. <laughs> so what's the furniture situation? Give us an update. Uh, I have my first uh, piece of furniture, which is Whoa. nice. I have a bookshelf. So that's that's very important. Um, and I literally found it on the street <laughs> and just took it with me. Uh, I mean, how big of a bookshelf? Give me an imagination. Or uh, there are, it's like a meter twenty by a meter twenty, and there are there is room for, uh, like easily a hundred books, if not more. And you just found this on the street? Yeah, somebody just wanted to. Somebody was moving, and they wanted to get of get rid of two uh, shelves, and I just took the bigger one. That's so nice. Oh. Yeah, it's great. How many books do you like physically have in your in your flat? In my flat, I have about 150 books, uh, and I have more that I have stored elsewhere uh, at home. Uh, but yeah, I have too many books. But I'm also not su- surprising no one. I am a fan of physical books. I have never owned an ebook in my life. Yeah, and which is because I was born way too late. But also, like, I would have been better suited for the 20th century, but also because of my eye, even though e-ink is obviously way better than normal screens. Oh, does reading a regular book not bother your eye? No, not at all. Really? Yeah, it is literally about the the light that screens emit. And e-ink is somewhere in between. Yeah, because it's a very different light. Like, the blue light, like, that's why I'm wearing, like, blue light filtered glasses. Yeah, with no prescription because I don't need it, but it's just for the blue light filter, and uh, all of my devices also have a blue light filter on them. Got it. So you use like I don't know. If, uh, one thing I use is Flux. It like yeah. reduces the blue light, something like that. Exactly. Okay. Oh, I always thought it was just all. I thought it was more the focusing. No, not at all. It's literally just the light. Interesting. Which helps because I love reading books. So <laughs> whenever I uh, whenever I can't do it, like anything with screens, I I know. Oh, okay, it's cool. It's time to read a book. Oh, that's nice. What are you reading now? Are you reading anything now? I'm reading in preparation for a weekly hook topic, so I cannot say anything. Which is, you know, which has been happening a lot. When you, whenever you ask me, oh, what are you watching right now? What are you like the new media you're interested in? And I was like, I cannot tell you anything. That's no surprise, honestly. No. Now, what about you? What are you currently reading? For fun or for work? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with for fun. Oh, I'm reading now the second book in the Dune series. Nice. I haven't had much time recently, so I haven't really picked it up in a weekish. But mm-hmm. um, it's really i really like it so far and i think it's a good sequel up until this point but i guess we'll see when it's done yeah i've heard that the like the like literally like the trilogy is fine but everything else afterwards is like way worse so yeah that's what i'm just gonna read is the the actual like paul atreides trilogy and then after that i might if depending on how much i would want to i might delve into the extra books that are actually written by frank herbert i don't think i'll go into like the level of ones that are written by his son or by other people yeah that was those were just money grabs i guess i guess or i mean i don't know how interested like for for all i know his son was actually generally interested in the world that his father built 
but I, I don't know. That doesn't necessarily make him, make him a good writer, though. That's a good point. No offense, I've never read a single word of his, so I don't yeah. know. But I mean, neither have I. But Frank Herbert is a good writer and a girl i would say better a better world creator than a writer as so often is the case in this genre <laughs> exactly exactly that's so interesting even like the ones who are really good writers are even better world builders if that makes sense yeah right like even like i would say that tolkien is a good writer but his world building is just like off the off the charts yeah, <laughs> yeah it's insane so he is relatively better world builder than a writer you know what i mean yeah for sure for sure so let me tell let me tell you a little story, Rashad. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> so last Friday, I was I was going to go to the cinema at like 6 p.m. and then go to like a social event afterwards. And I didn't know anything about the movie. I just saw basically the poster, so I knew, knew who the the main, two main actors were. And that was all I knew in like true Chris fashion, you know. And I saw this movie and it really caught me off guard uh, in a good way. And so I decided not to go to the social event afterwards because uh, like the film really touched me and I wanted to give it, you know, that space to process what, what, you know, this movie <laughs> did to me, I guess, or like evoked is a, is a better way to say that. And we're going to talk about this movie today, but also another one uh that i think just thematically really make a good couple and it's uh, two movies about love and loss and those two movies are no, no, a no. single no 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 what? no before you say what they are i want to guess okay okay sure yeah yeah i want to guess sorry <laughs> sure. i have some questions for you okay <laughs> ask away so, um, are they okay? So, the first movie, this movie, I don't know about the other one. I have no information on it, but the one that you just saw in cinema that kind of blew you away. Is it like a recently released film? Yes. Okay. I, I think Ooh. it was one of the ones that was supposed to come out last year, but didn't because of COVID. Interesting. Um, who's the? Oh, I don't know if you want, like who's the director. I'm just interested. I'm gonna guess. See if I can know who it is. Uh, for the second, for the one that I just saw. Yeah. Uh, Harry McQueen. Ooh. Yeah, it's his second movie, so. Ah, no, I don't know him. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I have no idea what this film is. A new film that I don't know, and it's out mm -hmm. in cinema now. Oh, I feel so out of touch. Yeah, I didn't know anything about this movie either. I just saw that in the cinema that's like 10 minutes from where I live. They had like one showing of it, and I was like, yeah, why not check that out? It's like a good time. Uh, and I like the two two actors, so why not check it out? Cool. All right. Now that we've built up the suspense, okay. Drum roll. <laughs> so the the movie that I did just watch is called Supernova, and the one the other one I want to talk about today is A Single Man from two thousand and nine. heard of supernova i haven't mm -hmm. heard of the other one um interesting you have heard about it in our uh, top 10 movies of the 2010s oh no Oops. it can't be because it's from 2009 so either i made a mistake <laughs> or i didn't mention it anyway supernova no a single man ah because it is from 2009 um 
And I actually want to talk about that first. So it is, it's the 2009 directorial debut of Tom Ford, who uh, you know is, is a fashion designer. And he wrote the screenplay. He obviously like he directed and he also financed this, the film himself. And it is set on November 30th, 1962. So one month after the Cuban Missile Crisis. And at it, I'm trying to, to you know, leave it mostly spoiler-free, um, as I want to do. And so the movie follows a day in the life of George Falconer, played by Colin Firth, uh, who Falconer is a professor living in Los Angeles. And he's grappling with the death of his partner, Jim. And so just like Supernova, it is a, a movie about love and loss and more, you know, also about grief, obviously, more specifically, but it's also about homosexuality and the mostly closeted life in the 60s and about the facades that people put on and, you know, what's underneath them. And it's, it is a beautiful movie in any in like every way it is beautifully shot it has this really nice warm color palette for most of it uh maybe because it's tom ford the design is impeccable like that was the first time i was ever i've ever been in love with a suit i'm not one i don't own a suit i haven't owned a suit i've owned a suit once in my life but this that was like 10 years ago and i don't you really use uh, like uh, wear like button-down shirts or whatever but that suit just kind of I, I fell in love with it I guess but also the design itself the uh, the architecture the way it was shot it's just aesthetically just gorgeous it has this really really good like music that is just like such a good like compliment to the to the to the i guess the the visuals um but also very subtle and speaking of subtle the uh damn man the 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 story itself is really gripping it it has these subtle and quiet moments it's one of these like both of these movies basically they are they are kind of uh spectacular in a small and quiet way and you know, I like action movies and spectacle and all of it, but I also like the more subdued and quiet movies. As you know, I'm a fan, a big fan of movies in which people just talk. <laughs> and that's mostly what this movie is in a way. There is more things that happen, but it's just, I've, I've, I felt like an immediate emotional investment in in the in like the story and the characters and yeah the the acting is superb on honestly it has like a great cast obviously colin firth and probably his best acting role in my opinion Pro he was nominated for an oscar unfortunately didn't win but also there's julian moore in this movie nicholas holt and matthew good and just like the such stunning performances so like I don't know so detailed the the camera like the way it's shot as well it, it lingers a lot on small details especially in faces and it's like you're you're like there and the camera is your eye which obviously the camera is obviously 
like a lot a stand-in for an eye but it is like the way this one is shot it's just like you can feel it it's like you're you're standing in front of this person and you're looking at their like like their cheek or their eye or this like the nape of their neck or something like that and it's it's just i don't know I, it's a very touching movie it's a very beautiful movie and i really recommend obviously i really recommend watching it and i don't know it, it's it's definitely one of these movies that i didn't see coming i i just i knew that okay like there's like some buzz around it but i don't know anything about it so i just checked it out and didn't know what to expect and that was that totally paid off because i was just blown away by it wow that sounds amazing yeah i, I really recommend watching it uh and just experiencing it it's, it's i don't know it's very powerful and those are the kinds of love stories that i like i, I guess the, the heavy ones too and um yeah, it's just very touching. I wonder what that says about you. You love the romance stories that end up with loss and <laughs> sadness. No, I also like others like, uh, I don't know, like the Before Trilogy or or Harry and Sally. Like I like those movies too. But just, I don't know, I like I like the uh, these types of stories too. I mean, I'm talking about two of those movies today. So I guess I'm like biased, <laughs> like today anyway. Yeah. But I mean, you just like any movie that, uh, forgive me for speaking for you, but uh -huh. um, you'd like movies with depth and actually think about things. Oh, yeah, for sure. Make you not only feel happy, but also a wide range of emotions just as a reflection of life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess I, guess I like intense, intense experiences in, in cinema specifically. And yeah, exactly like deep ones, things that challenge me that, kind of evoke a strong feeling inside of me and yeah that was also the case with with uh, supernova again i didn't really know anything about it but and another movie where i fell in love with the suit one that this time was worn by stanley tucci <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh and yeah it's a 2020 film written and directed by harry mcqueen and also funnily enough colin firth is one of the two actors stanley tucci is the other one um and they play sam and tusker a couple of 20 years as they travel across the english countryside in a camper van before sam's final concert as a pianist but they also grapple with tusker's developing early dementia and i did not see, i didn't know that that was coming obviously oh, but yeah, it was, it's it's a heavy topic for sure, especially maybe, you know, speaking personally, my own two maternal grandparents had dementia. One was a very, very severe case. So I know what that can do to people and the people around them. So maybe for me that had like an added layer of just emotions attached to it. But uh, so many touching moments throughout this movie and big moments small moments i all always bought like i it was always so pal like palpable that sam and tusker like their love for each other was expressed in so many small gestures and words too but 
just very touching and yeah beautiful performances if if they probably both deserve oscar nominations and i really want to you know they're both great i think tucci i like like even appreciate it a little bit more this is not a competition but i was just very much moved by by the uh you know by his acting especially you know the facial expressions and the little you know body language and all of that just the small details it was just it so blew me away and you know especially the obviously the thing about the dementia and what that means for them both as a couple but also the others around them their friends and family and like the tenderness i i i I couldn't think of a better word than tenderness that is throughout this movie but also like it in intensity especially in the moments when they do talk about it because there is kind of a back and forth of like do we talk about it do we not talk about it and it's it's (laughs) it's just uh yeah such a realistic depiction of a couple and you cannot i couldn't i don't want to generalize but i couldn't help but root for them and feel like for them in that situation and under i understood both like perspectives because they do have like conflict about it and it's it's just all of these situations and the little shared moments just i don't know it's it's not a long movie it's not you know there are many spectacular like in your face mo- uh, like movies coming out this oscar season but this one is spectacular in its own right and i don't think it should be overlooked so i implore everyone like please watch it it's you know it might not be as visible as others but that's why i decided to scrap my idea for this weekly hook and just talk about like with basically no preparation just talk about it because it yeah it just it caught me off guard it touched me in a you know in a in a very strong way and i think this movie should be seen by many and i know that this is a kind of a heavy topic as well but yeah i think that only only like makes it the more all the more important uh for more people to watch it and like experience this and it was very interesting when i i just yesterday uh in like writing the few notes that i have for today it was very interesting because i found out that colin firth and stanley tucci are actually really good friends in real life which kind of makes this like the more incredible and um too that in the beginning they were in te- they they basically switched roles because they were intended to play the other role and then uh, at some point they were they were talking about it and one of them was saying hmm, i think you would be like i think we would be better in the these other roles and i agree i think it w- i mean of course <laughs> it's kind of a bias because i saw them in in the roles that they ended up playing but i think yeah just phen- a phenomenal smaller movie with truly like great visuals and everything but the acting is just i don't know so so impressive and i've i've been i've been a fan of both of of those actors and but this one is i don't know it's just stunning i don't know i I can just throw around some more like superlatives 
but yeah, I don't know. I think for now, for now, I'm just, I'm just, I just want to say, go watch it, people. Yeah, I can't remember. Like, I've always loved Stanley Tucci, but I always see him as like a secondary character, mm. secondary role, rarely as someone who is kind of uh, a main character. But I mean, he's such a talented actor that I can imagine. I can just like close my eyes and imagine this movie in not the all of it, obviously, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. It just uh, sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Like whenever I think of Stanley Tucci, like the first two things that come to mind are the devil wears Prada and uh, spotlight. Ah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and those are like, he plays, he plays these two like kind of eccentric characters, but in a very grounded way. Yeah. And yeah, my my respect has has only grown for for him like after watching this movie. And again, like it, it's not long. It's like ninety minutes, ninety three minutes or something. Ideal, um, honestly. And it's just I don't know. Yeah, for me, for me, it was like <laughs> I was literally like just walking, walking, you know, home from the cinema, and I was like, okay, do I go to that event or not? And then I was like, for f- like five minutes, I was torn. And I was like, do I go? I kind of want to go, but I also feel like I should live through this, like these emotions right now. And so I just went home and like, <laughs> like I don't know, was like staring at the wall for two hours <laughs> and just like thinking about some things. And yeah, I don't know. I think it is kind of like not expecting anything and like being caught off guard that obviously kind of makes it all the more, all the stronger, but I recommend this movie. Go watch it. It's in cinemas now. That's amazing. I'm really excited. Uh, <laughs> I just want to see these movies. I think like there'll be emotional roller coasters for sure, mm, yeah. but in the best of ways. It's so interesting. Like there is this idea that one goes to the cinema to escape life and to kind of step away from life. And also television plays a similar role maybe even more so but there's also the the other half of the narrative which is we go to be immersed in the emotions that confound us or we deal with on a daily basis so i i know where you lean towards generally speaking (laughs) um but i think i'm like i think i'm more in the middle there on you because i do definitely enjoy your the broader films um, Mm. that are less deep sometimes but the films that capture imagination and if you go and listen to our top 10 lists of the 2010s they're not that different honestly especially once we you expand to the top 20 or 30 so it's really interesting how it's really those movies that are the ones that are most memorable to us and the ones that we can really relate to are maybe not the most wide appeal but they specifically hit home on a topic that you know, wrenches at our hearts or wrenches at our souls in a way that moves us. Yeah, absolutely. And I like, I also like escapism and everything. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to say like every, every movie that I watch is like super deep and has like multiple layers of meaning. It's not that, but it's just, I, and I, you know, I enjoy those movies too. It's just, I have a deeper sense of appreciation for these more intense ones. That's all. And I think, you know, I'm not, I think all of these different types of movies have their own right to be in cinemas. Oh, for sure. 
I mean, and any, yeah, I mean, we're in a free market economy, right? So let's, let's not, let's not talk about the free market. <laughs> <laughs> you said this was supposed to be like an, like an easy episode. I think, no, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so thank you for sharing your thoughts about these two films and recommendations. They both sound extremely exciting and I'll definitely at least see Supernova because it's currently in cinemas. Um, hopefully I can also see a single man. I'm sure at some point you can. <laughs> I mean, it's out there, available. <laughs> is, it, is it out there in the ether? Yes, it's it's available in the free market economy. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, thank you, Chris. And... Thank you, listener, for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, Chris, what should you do to support the show? Uh, definitely give us five stars wherever you listen to podcasts so that more people can find the show. And if people want to get in contact with us? The easiest way to do that is to go to our website, serialhook.com, where you can find all the contact info, like uh, you know the form on the website or email or Twitter. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you very much. I said something very different. <laughs> no, it sounded fine. I'm Damn sorry. No, no, you ruined I'm, it. <laughs> sorry. I'm very So there's one cut you have to make. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> almost we almost did it.